You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. If you want to try a free trial, go to the website builtforthestage.com or click the link in the description of this episode and you can work for seven days with your own Broadway fitness coach on an online app. So check it out. No catch, no gimmicks. Builtforthestage.com. If you like Built for the Stage podcast, please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment. It'd be greatly appreciated. All right, please enjoy this conversation. Okay, I'm here with the Jacob Dickey. Hello. Jacob, there's a couple other Jacob Dickeys out in the world. Did you know this? Uh, no. So there's a jacobdickey.com. I was doing my research on you, you know, and I was like, all right, let's see his website. Okay. So I go to jacobdickey.com, and it's a meteorologist from Minneapolis. <laughs> and he has a, a reel. So yeah. at first I was like, oh, he's an actor. But no, his reel was his, like, of him tell, saying the weather, like stuff like that. That's incredible. And his first part of the reel is him as a child pretending to be a weatherman. And then it goes into him being a real weatherman. I mean, I give him credit for creativity. That's that's good, that's right? That's cute, and that's like lifelong dream fulfilled. You have like a middle name in your. I do website. probably because he had that because Jacob Dickey wasn't available, so I never checked why. There's another website with a Jacob Dickey with a middle name. Can't remember what it is. And he was a film actor, older than you, and not nearly as good looking. Uh, but bless there, you. There is another Jacob Dickey out there. Another as well. Jacob Dickey actor. Um, so Jacob and I were chatting all things Instagram. Yeah. A big thing happened in your life uh, on May 1st of 2018. Do you remember what it was? May 1st of 2018. What was that? That was last year. What was that? I have no idea. Let's take a right. What was it? <laughs> it was the day you converted to white framed photos only on your <laughs> okay that's a big day that is a big day tell us now i think you can tell a lot about a person from their instagram sure obviously. yeah tell us your reasoning to, to the, the big switch the, big, the switch. big switch truly so basic i just saw my friend's instagram and i was like that looks cute super cute and right? that was it 
It is. It's fresh. I was like, it's cute. It's fresh. It like looks nice when you look at it all together. Is it? Is it ever limiting though? I don't think it's limiting. Like, I, like does it ever like manipulate? Oh, I wish there's more of this picture in there, but the frame makes it smaller. No, I actually like because because it's a white frame, you can put more of the picture. I think. But also, I've had many people who actually, like, track likes and all that be like, you know, you get less likes if you have a white frame around Why? your picture. I have no idea. And they don't know. Just another But I don't really care. Like, it was just stats. like... Yeah, it's a stat for some reason when the eye passes it on a... Who knows? But yeah, I still like it. Okay. Big deal. That's what, oh, I saw also on your Instagram, you don't do videos. You have two videos on your timeline. Yeah. A recent... Or maybe even further back, but the two that I saw that were kind of recent was... It was uh, Courtney Reed, you all were smooching on stage. You were like shouting her out for something. It was, and, I think it was and her birthday. Then those, huh? I think it was her birthday. It was her birthday. Was, yeah, yeah. And then there was this huge bubble that you put on. It was a video. It was like oh, a, cute. a boomerang bubble or something. You know those guys that yeah. blow the bubbles yep. in the park? Yeah, it was in Central Park. Yeah, yeah. Why the bu- what, what made that so special that it was video worthy on your timeline of no videos? I don't know. I'm not, I don't really think out my Instagram that much, except besides I want it to look like it's in a frame. Uh-huh. But I do love those bubbles yeah there's something very captivating about them and i'm like it, the picture doesn't fully capture what that moment is and the that's funny that you brought up the court you read because i was just talking to her yesterday about that video oh. because most aladdins actually all aladdins don't do about don't dip her when they kiss her mm. and that was just courtney that day being like hey you should dip me because i'm kind of bored of the kiss mm. and so we did and everyone freaked out and you're was, a big strong man Dipping her, man. kissing her, and now it's iconic, and everyone wants to do it, but nobody does. Because Disney will fire you for going aside from the blocking <laughs> that was said. Well, I haven't been fired yet. I, they didn't say anything about it. But I know that they can be kind of tight-fisted with their stuff. Like their stuff is their stuff, and like yeah. mess with their stuff. Don't yeah, mess. they don't. You know, it's it's called a track for a reason. Yeah, of and course. So, of course. Um, but they give you a little bit of freedom. I never got a note on that, so I think that's okay as long as the lines are the same. Yeah. Last thing about Instagram, liking scale, like your your scale of likes. Did your like data go up or down when the mustache started to make its <laughs> its Broadway debut? I don't know. If, I don't know if it changed. I don't really don't know if it's, no, it, it made any difference. It, it, it was indifferent. Yeah. It was, it was no. Uh, no big ups. No big downs. I, th- I think that's right. I've I've gotten more compliments on it in real life. Mm from strangers ah there is yeah there's like kind of a a community like when you're riding a motorcycle you don't know anyone else riding motorcycles but you wave to one another because you're in this biker community i think the mustaches are the same i think so too yeah no i agree that's exactly what i think i I have a buddy who has a mustache so when he's he's like nice mustache man it's like yeah, this. it's usually yeah, it's usually always guys who I you know I don't think are hitting on me. They're just like that's a nice mustache. Right, right. <laughs> and my boyfriend also has a mustache, so when we're walking together, uh... it's a combo mustache situation, which is probably a lot for most people. Right, you're like the teenage girls walking in the mall with matching t-shirts, but you have exactly. matching mustaches. Yeah, matching instead. mustaches. You brought that to a whole man. new level. We're trending. So we talked about Aladdin a little bit. Yeah. Um, Agrabah, right? Agrabah. How long have you been in the land of Agrabah? Uh, just over two years. Just over two years. Yes. How's your stay been so far? It's been incredible. It's I mean, awesome. it's, it was my Broadway debut two years ago, and, you know, I've been able to travel with it. And, excuse me, to say that I have a 
my day job is a lot and on Broadway is nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. So, and the people are amazing. Like, I think that's probably part of the reason, that is the biggest reason that it makes it so great to work there, which is like right there. Right. <laughs> um, is because it's a family and I enjoy going to work and I laugh every day at work. So I cannot complain. So I saw online that you got to, you went to Chicago to do your first, you were uh, Aladdin? You played Aladdin on Broadway? Yeah. And then went and did Aladdin again in Chicago? Yeah. Or how did that go? Yeah, so when I started, uh, it was a really odd time casting-wise because Adam Jacobs was leaving and they were waiting for Telly Leung to come in and there was like a three and a half month gap on Broadway. Um, and so when I came in, Josh Della Cruz, who was the, one of the understudies at the time, had been playing Aladdin for about a month. And then I took over on Broadway for about a month as Aladdin. And then timing just worked out. Adam Jacobs had to take a medical leave from the tour. And so they just sent me right after, actually before I was supposed to finish my run as Aladdin on Broadway, they sent me out to Chicago for two months to play Aladdin on the tour. Uh, and then I came back. How have you found success in acting with difficult people? Um, I find that... I don't. I think you just have to be able to compartmentalize. I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing in my life, and by that I mean knowing that this person is not a great person off stage, but then being able to separate that from the person who's on stage, and just. You know, I've been blessed that I haven't had a person who I, who is unprofessional, and also a jerk. If that makes sense. Yeah. Most of the people I've worked with. If they're not great off stage, they happen to be very professional on stage and still very good at their job. Yeah. So that is helpful. It's one thing if you're an awful person but an amazing actor. It's another thing if you're an awful person and actor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you're intolerable. Yes. Have you ever been to Bryant Park for the All You Can Eat Ice Cream Fair? I have missed it both years since I've been working at Aladdin and... I forget, I think the first year I was Aladdin at the time, and I was so nervous about eating dairy. Mm. So I was like, no thank you. Yeah. And this past year, I just wasn't here for it. And everybody at Aladdin goes, because they go between the two shows Saturday. Was, they just run over and eat all the ice cream. Is it possible? So yes. it is possible to make it. Oh, yes. You just didn't want to coach your cords in the wrong way. You yeah. You didn't want to get inflamed and like have a little belly with your shirtless with my vest shirtless. on. You're not just Jacob Dickey, you're Big Ugly Jacob. Yeah. I, I have to bring it back to Instagram again. What's yeah. up with that, Big Ugly Jacob? That is, it was a moment in high school in drama class. Oh, yeah, bring it way back. One of my best friends from high school, we were just playing like charades, and I, I was standing up on stage and I couldn't think of what to do, and she just yelled out Big Ugly Jacob. And then all my friends in high school, that was my nickname. Did you take it? it no, I, I never was offended or by it. Like, I don't want to be big. I'm not big or ugly. Yeah. Um, no, I thought it was hilarious. Okay. Which is why it was my email for a very long time, for far too long. And then, <laughs> were you were you going into calls and getting callbacks? They're like, could you email us your resume? Yes. And it's like big ugly. Yes. At aol.com. Yes. It was big ugly Jacob for uh, probably the f maybe my first year in New York and then I was like oh I should change that do you judge people that have an email address from AOL.com still yes 
You do, right? Yeah. Yes. Unless you're over the age of 60, there's no excuse. Yes. There's no excuse. Honestly, I have a problem because I sometimes judge people when they don't have a Gmail. Mm. Because I'm just like, why? How do you feel about people judging people when a text comes through and it's green? All right. <laughs> got I think this interview I got is you. done. I, got I think you. I'm done with this interview. <laughs> <laughs> but it is Google, though. We're talking about Gmail. It is Google. It's, uh, it's a Google Pixel. Google Pixel blah, 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 four. Or three. 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 The four is not out yet. What's so good about this Pixel 3 Google thing in comparison to the iPhone? I don't know. I just got it. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, so you just got it on a whim? You're like, I'm just going to get it. See what happens. No, I, I just, you know, I we had done like a, my boyfriend and I both needed new phones. He's not, He hasn't had an iPhone for a while. I have had only iPhones. And then I just was like, whatever, you know, it's, it's a good phone. It's got a good camera. Have you been able to do the white-framed Instagram photos okay with oh, it? Oh, don't worry, yes. It's okay. Yes, okay. yes. And the camera's better, so... Oh! Higher definition, oh, white frame. Maybe I should get it then. Maybe. I wanted to ask you about uh, the Prince of Egypt. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? That was in the middle of Aladdin, before it... Prince of Egypt was this past summer, and it was a leave of absence from Aladdin. I love when they let you do that, right? Yeah. It's oh, no. It's really helpful. It was amazing, because... Yeah, technically, what? like, the rules didn't line up because I'd only been in the show for a year and you're supposed to be two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they made an exception, Aww. which is amazing. And it was a long time. I was out in Utah for five and a half months. Let's get deep and real. Before you made your Broadway debut, yeah. What, what were, how old were you when you debuted? Or don't tell me. You were no, young. no, no. I was, I was 20. I had just turned 26. How old am I now? Okay, great. Yeah, 26. So, so you weren't like, you know, obviously you weren't like 22, like, hi, Broadway. No, I, no, not fresh out of college. So tell us of some struggles, sometimes when you're like chasing that Broadway dream and, yeah. you know, how you made it there and what you had to overcome. Um, well, when I, I graduated from a VA program in Virginia and I knew I didn't James want to Madison? move. James Madison, yeah, James Madison University. I knew I didn't want to move straight to New York. I just was like, I don't, I'm not feeling it. I want to be there eventually, but I'm not ready now. Um, so I did, my first job out of college was a Charleston stage, which is in Charleston, South Carolina. And I was a resident actor for 200 bucks a week. Mm-hmm. We did nine shows in 10 months. And I also taught <laughs> three classes a week to little children. Learned that I do not want to be a teacher. Um, but also made my best friend in the world, and it was amazing. Like, I, I don't know how we survived, but we just did. Uh, and Charleston is incredible, so that was fun. I want to live in Charleston. So. Oh, same. So that was my first job. Man, if you broke that down by the hour, you, you were getting paid, what, two cents an hour? Two, you were working for the, yes. Nike, the Nike yes. uh, sweatshop? Is that yes. And my best friend, who I'm still best friends with, we reminisce about it and truly have no idea how we survived. And we, like, lived. We went to brunch. We, like, you know, went out, but yeah. had no money. Absolutely no money. Yeah. Um, but then after that, I had my first disappointment because I was pretty much promised a spot on a cruise line. I will not name who they are. And they led me on for about five months. And I moved home being like, cool, I have this job. Like, they said it, I'm going to get it. But then they stopped responding to my emails until five months later, at which point I was already at home working two jobs, just like saving money. Um, and then they pretty much told me, they're like, oh yeah, you're not right for that part. Five months later. Thanks. But like, Thanks. thank unknown, you. Unknown cruise ship. Unknown cruise ship, shady cruise ship. Um, 
but because of that, I moved to New York. So, like, it all worked out in the end. I was super upset, feeling like I had wasted my summer, but in which fact I had saved up enough money to move to New York. Moved to New York, booked another cruise line as a lead. There you go. And then that's actually where I made my connection to Tara Rubin, which made my connection to Aladdin. Um, did you come back to New York with uh, representation when you first came? No. So how did you do that? I went to open calls. I came back to New York. I got a job at a restaurant. And on the Upper East Side, I lived in Harlem. So my commute was stupid. I don't know why I chose that, but it was it was a good restaurant. And then, uh, yeah, I just would go to open calls. Um, I had a few invitations because I kind of had some connections, but not really. Uh, but my first, my cruise ship job was Mamma Mia. I played Sky on Royal Caribbean. And that was fully open call with like 400 people, which was nuts. You rose to the and top. I rose to the top to play Sky. <laughs> <laughs> I did not plan that, but you really slam dunked that. That was great. Um, when you booked Aladdin, you had re- representation by then, right? I did. Uh, I did. I got When I got back from the cruise, I ended up getting representation through some of my castmates. There you go. Or I had a connection through them. Um, but I actually was invited because Eric Woodall, who is a casting interior, Rubin, was my director for Mamma Mia. And so it was just this, like, happenstance. There you go. Um, which is usually how it is. Like, it really is. It's not, I wish it was just talent-based, and you could walk in a room and blow everyone away and people would care, but unfortunately, it is very much about connections that you make. Yeah, who you know. Yeah, who you know. And Eric Woodall happens to be one of the most, he's actually not with Tara Rubin anymore, he moved to North Carolina, but he was the most supportive person I've ever met in this industry. He just truly nurtures an artist and he's the reason I'm in Aladdin like he pushed me through all the rounds and would tell me what it is I needed to fix and tweak um, because he believed in me which is crazy because I didn't really know him Um, but yeah it takes it kind of takes things like that which is rare it takes a village yo 100% my dog tends to ignore dogs unless they come up to her and then she's like what are you but then on the street she wants to say hi to every dog but then freaks out after she says hi to every dog She's just like, she's silly. Are dogs better than humans? Yeah. Duh. Yeah, 100%. Oh my goodness, you have something in your teeth. It's gum. How long have you seen it though? I don't know, I just saw it. Well, I haven't seen it. (laughs) It's gonna go. That was the first time I saw it, so I don't think it's that (laughs) noticeable. I'm gonna put text up. Like, it's gonna, the video starts, it's gonna be like. 45 minutes into interview and then it's gonna say you said oh my gosh you have something in your teeth you know the thing about my dad saying you'll never know unless you ask what's the worst that's gonna happen you say no or don't ask at all and ask for forgiveness later yeah. third is you're not a real friend unless you tell your friend that they got something on their face or in their teeth or yes. in their eyes or something yes I hate that I hate you go it home, too you're like man that was a great night go to the bathroom looks at in the mirror and you're like it's like i don't know yes all over the place that is a pet peeve of mine so i do try when i see it to be like ah because if you're my friends tell me we adopted penny two years ago right before i got a lot actually we adopted penny um and uh my boyfriend and i grown up with dogs we love dogs dogs are the best 
and we had wanted dogs for a while. But it's hard in the city to have a dog, and it's also hard in the city to have a dog when you don't really have a great paying job, um, or it can be. And so we had been thinking about it seriously for a long time. Um, we had even gone to some like ASPCA and met some dogs that we thought we would like, and then freaked out. Um, but with Penny, it just the stars aligned. I got off at the time I was working at Fish's Eddie. Have you been to Fish's Eddie? It's a kitchen store in Union Square, and I was working at Fish's Eddie. I got let out early, and it was fully snowing, and um, there was a truck right outside of Petco, like the mobile Muddy Paws Rescue Shelter. Yeah. And of course, I was like, "You shouldn't go in because you're gonna walk away with a dog." But I did go in, and then I called Sean because all the dogs were amazing. And he happened to be off, also got let out of work early, right when I called him. So he came down right away, and then we ended up going home with Penny. Can I get a dog? And truly, I was the one, because Sean was the one who really, really wanted a dog. And oh, I, he already, wa- already wanted I absolutely wanted a dog, but I knew it was going to take me to be like, adopt this dog. And he would do it. And then the next day, we both had the biggest anxiety attacks we've ever had in our lives. Because we were both at work. We went right back to work and we're like, we have a puppy, a five-month-old puppy that we cannot support at our house. <laughs> freaking out right now. That's good. And it was fine because she's perfect. Um, I like to ask my my Disney guests this mm. uh, and talk to my clients about it as well that are in Disney shows. Do you have like the geek out... Did you have the geek out moment when you first started Aladdin when you like looked back to your like bubbly VHS case of Aladdin and, and the multiple times you watched it and you're like I'm, I'm in that show like I'm in Disney's Aladdin yeah well even more so because my actual Broadway debut was as Aladdin mm. even though I was came in as an ensemble understudy Aladdin I ended up going on a week before my actual debut as Aladdin on a Saturday matinee and were you, like, peeing your pants? I was the most zen I've ever been in my life. Nice. I just, like, cause I had my put in the day before. They called me that morning. We're like, you're going to go on. Is that cool? I was like, yeah, cool. This is what I've dreamed of my entire life. And it happens to be a dream role that I've always just, you know. I mean, I grew up watching Aladdin and being like, I look like him. That's cool. And being able to sing his songs and then being able to do that, you know, 15 years in the future standing on a Broadway stage with a full Broadway orchestra playing Alan Menken's music is, yeah, is unreal. And I still have moments like that, which are really nice because, like I said, it's, it's kind of a day job now. And it is a job, and it's always been. And so every now and then to check in in the middle of Arabian Nights where you're doing this like crazy choreography with a whole Broadway cast to be like, oh, crap, wow. Like, this is it. That's cool. Amazing. Well, Jacob, thank you for being on Built for the Stage podcast. Thank you for having Instagram me. TV. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Come check out Jacob in Aladdin on the Broadway. On the Broadway. And uh, we will see you guys when we see you. Ah. From Bryant Park. Bye. Ping pong and all. <laughs> Bye. And that'll do it with Jacob Dickey. Love that laugh. Such an infectious laugh, right? Really good soul, really talented guy. Check him out on the gram once again, at 
Big Ugly Jacob. We learned where he got that nickname. Pretty funny. Once again, please rate, subscribe, comment, follow us on Instagram at Built for the Stage. If you want to try a free trial, just DM me or go to the website builtforthestage.com. Until next time, it's me, Roscoe, signing off. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.